I, Aaron Stewart, am a better golf coach than Butch Harmon. How does that make you feel? You hate me yet? Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf. Thanks for being here. A Tuesday, as we move into our week, a a good day. I just got a text from our club that uh, the front nine was opening today, only for walking, but still... It seems like spring is upon us. It looks like the, the weather says that we're going to get a little bit more snow later on. But as of today, there is golf to be played. And they even mentioned that uh, maybe even full 18 tomorrow. So that's pretty exciting. I will not be playing golf. I've got a, uh, another really cool announcement. Uh, starting Monday, I will be working with a local um, professor here in town who uh, teaches up at uh, the University, uh, Utah Valley University up in Orem, just north of here. He is a, a biomechanics expert and studies biomechanics and um, has a golf lab set up. And so we're going to start working together on a lot of different projects and uh, consulting back and forth and looking at a lot of different things and trying out a lot of different techniques and technologies and I think it's going to be a really good time. So I'm looking forward to that. We start on Monday. And the premise behind this is I have done very little over the winter, still sort of healing and trying to be careful with this wrist. I think it's in pretty good shape, but we're going to find out pretty quickly on Monday. So we're going to go get all my starting numbers for spring golf with uh, the equipment up there. I believe he has track man and some different things going on. And, uh, and then we're going to just kind of see how it goes. We're going to compare a lot of different technologies with TrackMan and with whatever else he's got up there. And, and it's going to be really good to have somebody who regularly appears on the show and helps us sort of understand how our bodies work and what we can do to be more uh, eff- effective and efficient golfers. So I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a, a huge benefit to the show. And it's going to help all of us understand a lot more about how things work which, as you know, you know, better data always means better golf around here. So this is going to be access to a lot of really cool data. All right. So to the topic of today's show, where I stated that I am a better golf coach than Butch Harmon. And I know that that's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. No offense to Butch Harmon at all. I'm sure he's a wonderful golf coach. People say he's the number one golf coach in the, uh, in the world let alone probably for sure in the country, but in the world, he's got, you know, he's got Ricky Fowler and Dustin Johnson. I mean, his, he's got a pretty good crew, right, that he coaches and he's done a lot of good things with them. I don't know necessarily other than what he shares sometimes in Golf Digest or Golf Magazine. I, I really don't know a whole lot about Butch and how he coaches or anything like that. But I am simply saying that um, all, of, all of us, and it goes back to this, this premise that There is no, it goes back to feel, there is no way for us to communicate one to another how something feels and to accurately 100% communicate that one to another always. Language is a very poor 
uh, method of communication when we're trying to discuss how certain things feel. And so it doesn't work very well. So when it comes to um, me being a better golf coach, I mean, I, I don't want a- anybody jumping off a ledge or anything. I am a better golf coach than Butch Harmon to me. Okay. And, and hopefully when we, when we use technology and we get to understand our golf swings and what they are, we all should be the very best golf coaches for ourselves. And then using a third party uh, coach then becomes more of a, a place to bounce ideas off of and to discuss to discuss different techniques and challenges and maybe have a different set of eyeballs looking at the feedback that we're getting from the technology and kind of figuring out maybe some things that we should be working on. So I, I learned uh, pretty quickly through, again, Fred Shoemaker is the most amazing golf coach on planet Earth right now as far as I'm concerned, just because he's so good at this. Um, he's an incredible player himself. But he understood, when I started working with him, he understood very, very well. And I think it's because he's worked with so many people that there was no way for him to communicate to me how something felt, how something occurred for him, and that I was going to have to do the work and then feel what it felt like to me to get anywhere with my golf game. And so that's where his coaching really kind of comes in and works. And, and Fred Shoemaker is all about making sure that we become our best coaches for our own games. And, and that, I think that's something that you have to pay attention to. When you're out looking for a golf coach and you're trying to find one that works for you, when you're working with them, pay attention to what they're saying. If they're telling you that you have to be in certain spots and do certain things and they really aren't asking you how that, feel, how that felt and what you are experiencing, then I think that you've got yourself a, probably a golf coach that isn't seasoned seasoned enough to really help you get anywhere long-term. They might be able to give you a few tips here and there that might be able to help you in the short term. And maybe they can help you with a couple really simple things as far as setup and stuff goes. You know, with a set of eyeballs, if you're not doing any videoing of your own golf swing, then yeah, they could probably help you with stuff like that. But as far as making long-term gains in your golf game, these types of coaches aren't going to help. If we can't figure out, if we can't become very, very sure on what we're doing, so the what we're experiencing and what is actually going on, if those don't match up, it's very difficult to get better at golf. But, and the cool thing about where we are now with technology is, with technology and with feedback, whether it be TrackMan or SwingBite or Blast or whatever it is that you're using, uh, SkyGolf, whatever, there's a zillion of them out there. Um, even that, what is that, Zap or remember that old one? I think Michelle Wee or something was pushing it for a while. Uh, Zet, whatever. I think they were taken over by another group. Anyway, whatever it is that's giving you feedback, when what you're experiencing starts to match up what, what the technology of the feedback is telling you is going on, as soon as those match up, then you can rapidly improve in golf and a whole bunch of stuff. When, we, when what we are experiencing and what is actually going on match up, sky's the limit. It just goes crazy from there. And you'll, see, you'll make amazing gains in your golf game once those two match up. So we need golf coaches that help us get to that point. 
Now, I do believe that initially that, um, while I think Fred Shoemaker is maybe the only guy on the planet that I would consider to be maybe a better golf coach for me than I am. And it's just because he knows my game so well. And we've had so many long discussions and he's so brilliant that that's, that's a whole nother thing. But, but for me, I know my golf game very, very well. I know my golf swing very well. I know what the real feels are and the fake feels are based on all the work I've done with, for me, primarily the swing bite. I've done some track man work and stuff, but the swing bite's really what's helped me learn my swing and what feels, what feels are and what is real and what isn't. In order for, and, and I, I've loved this about Fred Shoemaker, when you work with a Fred Shoemaker, a coach like Fred Shoemaker, and I've discussed this before. When Fred was telling me what it feels like at the top of his backswing when the club is quote unquote laid off, then he would actually get into that position and I would actually stick my hand up and kind of get it into the place where he's at and kind of feel, okay, that's what feels laid off to Fred, but that is not what, what, what felt laid off to me. To me, it felt very upright. Okay, so it was really cool to kind of go through and figure out what Fred was feeling and experience in his golf swing versus what I was feeling in my golf swing and realized that those were very different experiences for both of us. And the definitions that we were putting on those experiences were very different for us. Um, he showed me how it feels for his impact. Um, and, and it felt very different for me where his, you know, where his lead hand is at impact. Well, that's not where my lead hand was at impact. And so I had to learn different feels that way to, to make that happen. When I thought I was doing what Fred was trying to show me, it didn't feel the same way at all. But when Fred was able to kind of grab on, you know, his right hand and, and my left hand and show me what that felt like, okay, it made all the difference in the world for me. Because then I understood that feel and what that feel meant to me. And I was able to internalize that. So hopefully that makes sense. There is no way that Butch Harmon can walk up to me and tell me, hey, upright should feel this way to you. Bullcrap. He has no idea what upright feels to me. Butch Harmon has no idea what laid off feels to me. He has no idea what a hook feels like to me or a fade feels like to me. Nothing. Are there some general feels that are probably the same? I guess. But there's no way for him to communicate more accurately to me how any of those shots, any of those positions feel like to someone who's experienced them and then been able to identify what those actually are. So I know what laid off feels like. I know what upright feels like and flat feels like. I know what it feels like to come from the inside and the outside and create different shots. I've experienced that in myself with technology and feedback long enough to know that I've got those things. And we all can get those things by using technology. And that's the beauty of it. Back in the day, they didn't have this opportunity. So getting good at golf, even five years ago, was a nightmare. And I started my journey at trying to get good at golf with Fred Shoemaker. And he worked, he had to work so hard to help me to get anywhere. But the difference now is beautiful. So I, I'll share a story with you real quick. So a, a number of years ago, I was able to pull off and here's the, here's the, here it is. So, oh, uh, see, back in 2013, I won the club championship at Entrada. And um, this was a period of time. So I'm talking, this is five years ago, right? A little over five years ago. 
I was working with Fred Shoemaker. My game had gotten better. I had been playing okay, um, but struggling a little bit. I happened to figure out a few things that were working for me, and I went out and played in this club championship. It was not an easy championship at all, but I had like a, I had like a three-stroke lead standing on the 17th tee. I ended up parring 17 and standing up on 18 with a three-stroke lead still. I ripped the driver, but I remember standing up on that on the tee, on the 18th tee, scared to death. It's an elevated tee. The fairway's fairly narrow, but I took out my driver and I just absolutely laced one right down the middle. Perfect. I felt so good, but I had no idea what was going on in my golf swing. I just focused on a target and let it go. And it worked out for me. Well, I got down there and the guy I was playing with, who was the previous year's champion, said to me, hit a good shot so we can put this thing behind us and I don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. Um, I stood up to the shot. I felt super uncomfortable. I couldn't, I, I, I was having a very hard time picturing the target and staying present. I was all up in my head with lots of, 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 of negative talk going on. Lots of, and I absolutely chunked this thing dead left behind a tree short of the green. And, and this guy I'm playing with knocked it right up on, on the green. Uh, I then proceeded to chunk the next one and almost missed the ball. Okay. So now I'm, I'm completely freaking out. Um, this guy gets up there and rolls in his putt for birdie. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's up there so tight that I know it's a, it's a kick in birdie. So he's got a three. So now I'm laying there about to hit four. And I'm still behind a tree. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, so I proceed to hit one again, and I totally duffed it again. Now I've got to get up and down for two just to tie this guy. I ended up hitting a, a totally missed bladed shot that hit into the bank, bounced up, went up, and got to a foot, and I made the putt. Totally lucky. I didn't deserve it. Nothing. But I ended up taking a triple bogey, a, a double bogey, and tying this guy. So we went to sudden death. On the first hole of sudden death, I hit one way right into the crap, into the dirt. And uh, one of the, and now we've got a, a big group following us. We've got sudden death. So we've got 20, 25 carts now following us, which doesn't help matters at all. And I've now blocked one dead right into the garbage. It's found by one of the members out there. It's in the dirt, um, but it's a tough shot. I've got to go through some bushes. I've got a cactus on my backside that I've got to be careful of. And I hit a really decent shot just because I was so worried about everything else and, and trying to get the ball up fast enough to make it onto the green. I hit it to, to about 10 feet. Uh, the guy I was playing with struggled a little bit. Uh, he ended up three putting. I just had to two putt and I won the championship. Okay, so done, right? Yay. I felt crappy. I felt horrible that the last two holes I played sucked. I was terrible. This, this trophy means very little to me. Because I played so poorly. And the problem with playing so poorly is that I had no idea why. I had no clue what my golf swing was doing during that period. And I, I hated that. And yet I was working with one of the greatest golf minds in the world. And I was doing the best I could to try to get good at golf. But the problem that I had is I still didn't know what I was doing. What I thought I was doing and what I was actually doing was still totally quite a quite a bit apart. So I was not playing well. I had mixed messages in my golf swing and I was not playing 
well, consistently. So what happens? Obviously, I, I was, I don't know. This was the weirdest thing in the world. The next week, I went and shot like four or five straight 80s, mid 80s. I was terrible. I was shooting, you know, around par for the club championship. Now I'm shooting in the 80s. My game's gone to crap. I have no idea what's going on. I send some videos to Fred. He sends them back. We start discussing. I work it through. It's a disaster. It's about that time that I came across the swing bite and started working with technology and realized that my swing, what I thought was happening in my golf swing and what was actually happening in my golf swing were way off. And then I was able to start chipping away at that. So now when I step on a golf course, and now any of you who work with technology, you understand what this feels. Now when you step on a golf course, you have complete confidence that you know what your golf swing's doing, and you fully expect to split the fairway. That is a much more enjoyable place to play than even when you eke out a club championship. It's two totally different experiences. I would never want to relive that club championship again. And the frustration and the confusion that I felt it was disheartening. It was, it was awful. It was a bad experience. We're playing golf now can be so fun and so freeing because there, there's none of that frustration or wondering what's going on with my golf swing. And that's the beauty of feedback. That's, that's where we are in the world of golf right now. It is amazing to live at this day and age. I wish this had come out when I was 12. There are so many players that are going to do so well because of technology and because of the feedback that they have. Where golf is just going to be second nature then. It's just going to be like walking because the feedback is instant. And the more instant the feedback gets and the more accurate the feedback gets, the better we will become and the quicker we will be able to get better. And that's the beauty of all of this. So am I a better golf coach than Butch Harmon for everybody? No, absolutely not. But I am a better golf coach for me. No question about it. Um, I am a better golf coach than Butch Harmon when it comes to my game. And the only one who's probably better than I am for my game is Fred Shoemaker. And that's it. So anyway, that's the show for today. Definitely get ready to embrace technology. I'm excited about this work that we're going to be doing um, with Dr. Standiford. It's going to be totally fun and interesting to, to break it all down and compare different technologies and see real resor- results and how that affects our, our golf swings. It's going to be completely fascinating, I think. So until next time, better data means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.